0: Of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever, No mirrors in every direction, love it, welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later.
1: Hey guys. Hey guys, <laughs> we're
0: back. We're back for a second twilight tuesday in a row Mm -hmm. and we are still talking about the book
1: new moon i was just saying how i think that this is going to be split up into way more sections than we split up (laughs) twilight and i hope that's okay i hope it's okay really it's because this is our second time reading it in so long and we have read twilight multiple times I
0: must have read this another time, but it feels like I haven't. I feels yeah. like I don't remember anything. It really feels like reading it for the so, first time. that must be why you have so much to say. Yeah. About we... this 2006 book, <laughs> by the way. What were you doing in 2006? In 2006, I was in
1: sixth grade. Uh, yeah. You were in fifth grade and sixth grade. Okay, well, yeah, I was.
0: End <laughs> of fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah, the then second half grade. of fifth grade. Yeah. I always think of it, though, like, as... Cause when I was born, whatever, like, whatever the year was, was the grade I was in. So, yeah, you're right. The end of fifth grade, beginning of sixth grade. Um, I, you know, wasn't up to much. I played soccer, softball. Yeah. You know, had some friends, had some, I thought, some dramas, but they were really nothing. Mm. Did the school plays as a minor role mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah, what were you up to in 2006? Uh, I think
1: of it as fourth grade, even though it was like end of fourth grade, beginning of hmm. fifth grade. Still in elementary school. <laughs> I, baby. I don't know. I, I did dance. I did softball. I hated softball. My teeth grew in again. <laughs> I was missing my front tooth for like five years, so it finally grew in.
0: Um, <laughs> anyway, I just realized, if this is your first episode, <laughs> I'm Kelly, I'm Mel, and yeah. this is another of Twilight. And this is
1: a podcast where we look back on Twilight ten mm-hmm. years later. Mm-hmm. Sometimes We still love it. Sometimes we read the books, sometimes we just have topics that we talk about and cover. Yeah. Do you guys have any topics that you want us to discuss? You can... Send them our way and maybe yeah. we will dedicate an episode to them.
0: hmm So last time we talked about chapters one through four of New Moon, which doesn't sound like a lot. But we had It took us a while to get a lot to we say. We had so much to say. And we were just laughing our heads off because <laughs> we're recording this the same night as that episode, even though you guys will be listening to it a week later. And we just had a miscommunication. <laughs> At first I thought we were recording the entire book tonight, remember? Yeah. And then you were like, No, I didn't finish reading it yet. And I was like, What? <laughs> miscommunication And then I thought we were only doing that episode and then I started like packing up to leave. <laughs> i <laughs> was like what are you doing <laughs> we were still doing the next episode i was like oh what i don't know what yeah i like unplugged the microphone and she was just sitting there waiting for me yeah i thought she was just
1: stretching she was like walking around <laughs> lingering in my room <laughs> i literally thought you were like okay bye no i was parked right Time here but we both said <laughs> things that like hinted at what we both thought was happening (laughs) like she was like oh I wish we could record more tonight but I thought she meant more like the whole book and um I was like I don't
0: want to stop yeah
1: and I was like I don't know how we're gonna start this second episode and she's like oh we can
0: just start it regularly (laughs) total miscommunication yeah (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because you notice
1: I didn't get up from my seat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what I thought
0: you were doing. You're just sitting there. I I saw the book in my hand. I was still holding it. (laughs) But, well, you know what? Miscommunications happen a lot, Mm -hmm. and they happen in New Moon. Between characters.
1: They do. And mm-hmm. they happen in Romeo and Juliet, which mm-hmm. is uh, what this is inspired by. Yep. Um, so so we
0: just experienced our own. <laughs> it's the theme. Of, <laughs> um, the episode. All right. So if you guys have been following along, we're on Chapter 5 right now, which is called Cheater. Cheater. What does it mean? I don't know. So... I don't know. <laughs> Here's the title. We're, <laughs> uh, really like, imitating Kevin Hardwick, by the way, when we talk like that, just in case people don't know. <laughs> yes, so, Cheater. Bella is working at the Newton's Camping mm-hmm. Goods Store. Mm-hmm. This is her part-time job after school. Yeah. And, and that's where it starts off.
1: Yeah, and the it's called Cheater because... After Bella's little rendezvous <laughs> on her night out with Jessica, where she starts to hear Edward's voice for the first time, she gets the idea that she can break her promise that she will um, stay safe because yeah. Edward could never keep his promise of making it as though she ne- he never existed because mm-hmm. she cannot forget him. So now she's cheating on her promise. Yes,
0: by. To be-
1: Yeah, living recklessly. Mm -hmm. And so she starts thinking about it and this is when she gets the idea about the motorcycles, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. I had a note that was right at the beginning of this chapter. There are these hiker guys in the store and they're talking about the bears, Mm -hmm. which are actually the wolves, and they say that they're taller than a person standing on all fours. I'm just thinking to myself, like, I just don't get why the wolves are that tall. Yeah. It really bothers me
1: for some reason. They're huge. It's like a horse. In the movies, they changed quite a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like they're really, really big in New Moon, and they get smaller as the movies go on.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's it's hard to believe. Yeah. Also, (laughs) I don't get why
1: people would think it's a bear.
0: I know. They keep saying that. The bear. Bears aren't that big. Bears are really big, but oh. but they're not they're not that you're right they're not they're not, they're not taller than a person on yeah and they don't look the bears don't have tails like that like yeah I don't know why everybody is thinking that yeah I don't know
1: yeah so that's some foreshadowing you know we're hearing the people talking about this creature that's in the woods yeah. I feel like it wasn't super obvious to me when I was reading this for the first time what that was mm-hmm. um, but like reading it now i can I feel like if i was reading it for the first time at this age i would think that that is so obvious
0: <laughs> <laughs> so obvious um, stephanie yeah actually i'm trying to remember like the first time i read new moon actually i remember it perfectly i read it when i visited ireland with my family and it was very cloudy there so it fit the setting i don't think i knew that Jacob was gonna be werewolf like you know that wasn't spoiled for me or anything so I think I was like I don't remember my reaction though was I like what the heck or I don't don't know did I just roll with it
1: I think I might I don't know I don't think I did know about it I will say, reading it, and not to jump ahead, it took me forever to realize that the wolves weren't killing innocent people. Yeah.
0: And same with Bella. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, like... Total misunderstanding.
1: But even... No, but even when Jacob... (laughs) (laughs) Even when Jacob explains it to her, I I didn't believe him. I I still thought, like, God, they're so evil. They're just killing all these random (laughs) hikers. I didn't... I didn't put two and two together, that it was, like, uh, Victoria doing that. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's probably Victoria's army, right? The army's already been created. Mm. Has it? Well, Riley's. I think Riley has been turned, right? Oh, really?
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so because... I don't get the timeline. (laughs) (laughs) I think that she's still in the area. I think when it's the um, army, they're not in the Forks area. Okay. And I think that she only... Yeah, I don't think it's the army yet. Okay. Okay.
1: Do you think she creates the army because she's having so much trouble getting to Bella because of the wolves? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I'm my
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, I think that that whole thing where she—well, now the Collins aren't there, so that's an advantage. But when they're back, Alice can predict what she's up to. Yeah. So I think that she makes she creates the army to do it for her. Yeah. And Riley makes the decisions for her because yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: Victoria is a coward. So yeah, Bella sees a for sale sign with the motorcycles, and they're, she, yeah, they're actually
0: a kid in her grade. In her grades, yeah, like at his house.
1: Yeah, and it's raining. Which I think.
0: in the movie doesn't explain she just it. shows up? She says she motorcycles. got them at the junkyard or something. Yeah, but I'm like, what were you doing there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't show that in the movie. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. And how did
1: Bella get them on her truck the first time in the movie? Yeah, they don't say. In the book, this kid helps her put him in the truck. Um, What's his name? Uh, I
0: don't know. It's not really important. (laughs) (laughs) It isn't. It's just one of the Marks boys. That's all she calls them, I think. Yeah.
1: So she brings it to Jacob's house, and this is the first time she sees Jacob, thinks
0: about Jacob. Yeah. This is the first mention of him, I think, right? Yeah. The kid tells her that they're going to be too expensive to repair. And then she remembers. That she knows a kid who's good at cars and shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so she's like, oh, it's okay. My friend can fix it up for me. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I was stressed when she's bringing these motorcycles to the Black's house for the first time. Because Mm -hmm. they're in the back of her truck and, like, they walk around the side. I just thought that Billy was going to see them. Even though I know he didn't. I was like.
0: It is stressful. I was nervous. Because they have
1: to do this all behind Charlie's back.
0: I think this is very different from the movie because in the movie, they act like Bella and Jacob are already friends. Like, even the fact that he gives her a birthday present, here, they're not friends at all. No. Like, she really doesn't know him. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that Jake's described as having a raspy voice. And he seems more humble. Then in the movies, he calls himself a beanstalk. Mm-hmm. He's like tall and skinny. He's just Also, kind of... I like graspy voices, so that like makes me like Book Jacob more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't like movie Jacob voices? <laughs> no, I hate Just kidding, <laughs> Taylor. No, just kidding, Taylor. Be on our show, please. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's not your real voice. No. <laughs> yeah, I think movie Jacob's voice is very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Insert clip. Wow. Scrap metal. Totally stupid
1: and reckless. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, I got mad
1: skills. (laughs) I liked this quote at the end of um, chapter five. I put this on our Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. She says, As we sulked back into the makeshift garage, I contemplated my luck. Only a teenage boy would agree to this. Deceiving both our parents while repairing dangerous vehicles using money meant for my college education. He didn't see anything wrong with that picture. Jacob was a gift from the gods. Jacob
0: cares nothing about school. <laughs> <laughs> and weirdly, she doesn't either. Yeah. Be- even though she's so into homework and She starts grades. neglecting her homework when she starts yeah. hanging out with Jacob. Very unpredictable girl. Yeah. Yeah. So then, the next chapter, chapter 6, is called Friends. So that was cool because there's a song. Yeah, I was singing the that same thing on the soundtrack. I wonder if they were
1: inspired by that. Maybe. <laughs> They're fixing up the motorcycles. My first note for this chapter is she meets Quill and Embry. Who I kind of feel like I I just got a glimpse of myself in the mirror. I kind of look like Quill or Embry. Right <laughs> now. It's like the way my hair looks and my makeup is like, come off from the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd say you look just like. Embry. Look <laughs> <That's like laughs> Did
1: you guys think in the first Twilight movie, Jacob's friends that he has when we see him at La Push, that they're supposed to be Quill and Embry, or are they just two random guys on the res?
0: I think they were just random guys on the res. Yeah. Because in Twilight, I don't think we heard their names, did we?
1: No. But, yeah. like, I kind of thought... They looked it, so old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who they were. The Cullens don't come here. <laughs>
0: Yeah. But so we meet. Hopefully not because then they change the actors and I hear movies too. Yeah.
1: So we see Quill and Embry and Mm -hmm. she's like, those are unusual names. And he says that Embry is named after a soap opera star. I did some research, could not figure out who that was and Mm. what show that was from. Weird. Yeah. Interesting. Even know if it's true. If you guys have any ideas, let us know. Quill's a cool name. I think they're both
0: pretty cool names. Yeah. Actually. On 145.
1: I liked this description of Jacob as just a happy-go-lucky person. Oh, yeah. She says, It was Jacob himself. Jacob was simply a perpetually happy person, and he carried that happiness with him like an aura, sharing it with whoever was near him. Like an earthbound sun, whenever someone was within his gravitational pull, Jacob warmed them. It was natural, a part of who he was. No wonder I was so eager to see him.
0: Which I thought was really sweet. Mm hmm Too bad that... Doesn't really last. No. I mean, part of it does, but not
1: all. And then on page 153, I have a feeling that we have a note about the same thing. Oh. You go first.
0: Okay. <laughs> My note was at the very bottom. So hmm. she is at school. And I'll just read the part before that. She gets to lunch. Mike was there, Jessica and Angela, Connor, Tyler, Eric and Lauren, Katie Marshall, the redheaded junior who lived around the corner for me, was sitting with Eric and Austin Marks, the older brother to the boy at the motorcycles, was next to her. I wondered how long they'd been sitting here, unable to remember if this was the first day or something that was a regular habit, and this is the part I wrote down. I was beginning to get annoyed with myself. I might as well have been packed in styrofoam peanuts through the last semester. So here is, like, a turning point I think Bella is realizing how much of a zombie she's been and how she's really checked out on her friends mm-hmm. and realizing that it may have affected them. And, like, I feel I feel especially bad for Angela. I know Bella's like, oh, I can't deal with her because she'll want to talk to me. But, like, how does Angela feel? You yeah. Know? But I've, I was getting annoyed. I mean, I feel for Bella. I'm compassionate to her. But I also have been getting annoyed with her. So I'm happy at this point when she's, like, I was beginning to get annoyed with myself. Yeah. Like, good. And she she starts
1: asking them questions. She's being observant. Mm -hmm. There's this one really funny part on page 154. Lauren is one of the friends at school who never really liked Bella from the beginning. She's not in the movies at all. But, okay, so Bella says, I barely recognized (laughs) Lauren. She cut off all her blonde corn silk hair. Now she had a pixie cut so short that the back was shaved like a boy. What an odd thing for her to do. I wish I knew the reason behind it. Did she get gum stuck in it? Did she sell it? Had all the people she was habitually nasty to caught her behind the gym and sculpted her? I decided it wasn't fair for me to judge her now by my former opinion. For all I knew, she turned into a nice person. Very interesting. Yeah. She's, like, so judgy about this haircut.
0: But then it's, like, nice that she turns it around and is like, well can't judge her because I don't really know her anymore. Yeah. Mm, it's pretty much her.
1: Bella defends Angela's account that there was a bear
0: oh, yeah. in the
1: woods because Bella overheard people talking about it in the store. Yeah. And Lauren snorted, Oh, not you too. Her eyes turned mocking and I decided I didn't need to give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Obviously her personality had not changed as much as her hair.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Bella.
1: Bella doesn't
0: like that girl
1: enemies and then my last note for this chapter is Angela is so sweet so obviously Bella has like woken up at lunch and she's asking questions Mm -hmm. and Angela thanks Bella for sticking up for her and like validating the thing about the bear yeah and she says thanks she said in a low voice when we were away from the table for what speaking up sticking up for me no problem she looked at me with concern, but not the offensive, maybe she's lost it kind. Are you okay? This is why I'd pick Jessica over Angela, though I'd always liked Angela more for the Girls' Night movie. Angela was too perceptive. Not completely, I admitted, but I'm a little bit better.
0: I'm glad she said, I've missed you. She's so Aww. nice. Angela. I love Angela. Yeah. And then Lauren says, Oh, joy, Bella's back. And then this is how the chapter ends. Bella asks her what the date is. Angela says it's January 19th. Hmm. What is it? Angela asked. It was a year ago yesterday. I had my first day here. I mused. Nothing's changed much, Angela muttered, looking after Lauren and Jessica. I know, I agreed. I was just thinking the same thing. It's kind of sad, that whole, like, as if I didn't exist, Edward thing. Yeah, exactly. And this really hits Bella, actually, in the next chapter, I think. She doesn't like the feeling that it's like nothing's changed. Yeah, really bothers her. Yeah. The next chapter
1: is chapter seven. It's called repetition. Repetition. Um, so she goes to the Collins house to see.
0: You the know, Cullen's like house? yeah, yeah, <laughs> to see.
1: Well, she's you know struggling with the idea that it would be as if they never existed. Yeah. So like, she that wants,
0: comment really is bothering her. Yeah.
1: So she goes there to see almost like. She's worried that she made it up in her head. Yeah. And she goes and she sees that the house is empty. There's no furniture in it. She's, like, looking through the windows. I was wondering, do they still own the house, and where did they put the furniture?
0: I think they do still own it, but I don't know about the furniture.
1: Because then when they go back, it seems like the furniture...
0: Maybe they have a storage unit. Yeah. I don't know. The Collins can run around really quickly, so I just assumed that they unpacked insanely fast mm-hmm. <laughs> like in an I mean, hour even as a vampire that's got to be a huge hassle. <laughs> well i also assume that they're really bored with life so they probably just are happy to do it you think so <laughs> yeah. i don't know like oh we have something to do so
1: where do they so they're just like carrying the couch and stuff like i guess
0: where you'll find out later oh you do yeah so we know where
1: they put the furniture well, we know where they moved. Yeah. Well, do they bring the furniture with them? Maybe. I don't know. Where they
0: I don't know what they do with the furniture. Well,
1: we know where they go. Don't they go to Alaska?
0: No. Oh shit, guys, I gotta keep reading. <laughs> well, one of them did. Yeah. Who, Edward? Nope. You gotta keep reading. I know it's gonna surprise you. Jasper. <laughs> no.
1: One of the Cullens went to Alaska.
0: Yeah. Just one. But, well. Mm. They all moved somewhere. Okay, but they didn't go but in then, the same place. But then someone went to Alaska like on oh. a trip or whatever. But Laurent. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <skim> sorry, <laughs> sorry, okay, sorry. Um. <laughs> you gotta finish the book. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind. Okay. I wrote Do you have any other notes? I wrote that Bella starts to move on a little. Mm-hmm. She's chatting with Mike at work and he's really happy about that because she's kind of (laughs) ignoring him and hanging out with Jake Jake and Bella start hanging out every single day and she did that with Edward too like they Mm -hmm. literally hung out every day yeah and you know I love Edward but I think that's a little bit too much and like it disappoints me a little bit that she hangs out with a guy every single day again, Jacob. Yeah, why couldn't she hang out with Angela a lot? I know, like, she never does. And she tells her dad that, like, oh, Angela has a boyfriend, too, so... Meh. I don't know if she said that in this book or in Eclipse, but I remember she does say that. Yeah. But still, I bet Angela would like to hang out with you. Also, I wrote down, I always thought of Bella as being a super introvert. Like, she seems like a classic introvert. Yeah, but and very it independent. it actually surprises me how happy she is to hang out with somebody every day. Like she doesn't seem to get tired of hanging out with Edward or Jacob. Yeah. She doesn't really want to be alone. And I think like in my experience, even if I'm super into someone, I like need my alone time. Yeah. It just surprises me that she so quickly jumps into that routine of hanging out with Jacob all the time. I cannot hang out with someone 24 (laughs) seven.
1: I would go crazy.
0: So then Jacob tells her about Sam Yulee mm-hmm. and his group, or cult, as he calls it, and it actually sounded really scary to me. Yeah. Like, as I was reading about this, I was like, whoa, I would be really creeped out and nervous, because how he says that Embry hated Sam in the group, and now he's part of it, it's mm-hmm. like, geez, that's really scary. Like, is there some kind of blackmail thing going on here? Yeah. Or seems like a real gang or yeah. it's unnerving and it's sad that to see your
1: friend he's like Embry's now rejecting him and yeah
0: like just a chapter ago Embry was normal and now he's like part of this group it's really upsetting Jacob because he
1: sees that like Sam keeps staring at him and he's worried he's next and Bella is like taken aback by how he looks really upset about this and she says on page 171 I would have thought Jacob was nearly impossible to upset and I just underlined that and wrote, just wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> you don't know him like we do. <laughs> it really does sound like a cult or something. Yeah. Um, Like some kind of weird Sado religion, how mm-hmm. they're like the protectors. and sa- And later when Sam says he's helping Jake, and Jake keeps saying, he's helping me. It's, like, it sounds like a spiritual thing or something. Yeah, it is scary. (laughs) I mean, it kind of is a cult. It is. And the fact that they need permission, I mean, we're jumping ahead here, but they need permission from the pack for everything, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I get it, the importance of, like, being a part of a pack Mm -hmm. for the werewolves but at the same time like they don't really have free thought because all of their thoughts are in unison (laughs) with each other mob mentality yeah i mean (laughs) i don't like it don't mess around with them
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. poor leah i know they're still repairing the motorcycles and stuff and the chapter ends with oh they're about to ride them because i guess the bikes are done yeah And that's where it ends. So
1: chapter eight, it's called Adrenaline. It starts with, okay, where's your clutch?
0: (laughs) I pointed to the lever on my left handlebar.
1: It's interesting. When I was in college, all my writing teachers said, never start a story with a quote.
0: What about a chapter?
1: Oh, Maybe. I mean, yeah, these were all short stories and stuff that we wrote. So Because you can't really place it and picture it. Yeah. But I think a quote like this, you can. You know it's Jacob saying it. You know yeah. the context Maybe of it. that's the
0: difference. Yeah. Like, we know where they are. Yeah. And who's saying it. So, I thought, oh my gosh, this chapter is crazy. I was, like, freaking yeah. out. Because, so, she starts writing, she hears Edward's voice, and she falls off the motorcycle. I'm like, oh my gosh. She gets a head wound. Mm-hmm. And I said this before, I think, during our movie episode, that... I kind of get the voice thing. That sounds weird, but like in the movie, she sees Edward. I think that's really weird, but I can kind of understand, like in your head, hearing someone's voice because, like, you can forget people's voices. And sometimes, like, I think about someone from a really long time ago and I try to remember their voice, and it can be hard to remember. So I think I understand her excitement at, like, hearing his voice because voices are easy to forget and it's, like, kind of scary.
1: So... Yeah, she does in earlier in the chapter with Jessica Mm -hmm. explain it as, like, she tries to rationalize it and says it's her subconscious telling her what Edward would say. Yeah. I do, like, I've had dreams, like, where people I haven't seen in a long time or like, people who have passed away, and Mm -hmm. they're in my dream, and it always freaks me out that I can hear their voice so vividly because in my waking everyday life i don't really remember what they sound Mm -hmm. like so i do think it's like something that your subconscious does hold on to Mm. but something i was wondering and this is kind of jumping ahead do we think that the voice is definitely her subconscious something that she's just imagining in her head or do you think that there's any magical element to the voice Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: it is like a supernatural story
0: i don't know i never thought it was magical but I do see that it kind of... I think the book kind of wants you to think it is, maybe. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think if this happened in a a non-supernatural story, Mm -hmm. it would be super concerning. Yeah. Because it's happening in a fantasy, then it's okay.
0: Yeah. Um, Makes sense.
1: There is a part
0: later on... of. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's a part later on when, like, it's before Bella knows that Jake is a werewolf and... Edward's voice is telling her not to upset him, mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like he's giving her information that she doesn't know yet. True.
0: I feel like because the precedent, like, has been set that things are... Anything's possible in these books, like vampires, mm-hmm. like crazy things, that when something like this comes up, it doesn't seem that weird. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, well, maybe she yeah. can hear Edward talking. Maybe yeah. like, he is, like... It's almost like reverse reading minds or something. Yeah. She's getting his thoughts. I don't know. But on page 184... Maybe he has a superpower that he hasn't (laughs) disclosed. Maybe. (laughs) 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 On page 184, when she falls off the motorcycle, Mm -hmm. she hears Edward say, I told you so, the perfect voice murmured crystal clear. To me, that doesn't sound like something Edward would say. Like, I really don't think Edward would say, I told you so. when like, yeah. she falls off. And that sounds like Bella talking to P- projecting, herself. Projecting, yeah. yeah. I feel like Edward would be like,
1: "Oh, are you all right? Yeah. And like, yeah. We'll pick
0: her up. Like, it would be really sweet. And then he'd be like, I don't think he would be that mean. But I kind of feel like her... The last she saw Edward, he was so cold mm-hmm. that, like, her
1: perception of who Edward is has changed now. So, like, his, That's sad. his voice has kind of changed in her head.
0: Mm. He's mean now. No. I wrote, how does S. Meyer know so much about motorcycles? She seems to really know her stuff. Like, all the technicalities of it. Maybe she knows someone with it, or maybe she just... Googled it. Oh, Stephanie Meyer? Yeah. I was
1: like, who's S.
0: Meyer? Yeah. 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 And then, this is crazy, Bella falls again. Yeah. I wrote, this is ridiculous. Dude, Bella, okay, so far, let's keep score. In this book, Bella has she got a paper cut. That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But then she was thrown across the room and had to get stitches. Mm-hmm. Now she's fallen twice off motorcycle. Yeah. And she needs to get stitches again. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Twice. Yeah. Okay, we're on page 184. Mm. Twice. Wait, okay, you know how
1: Carlisle stitched her up? Yeah. Did she get those stitches removed? I don't
0: know. <laughs> they didn't tell
1: us because then the collins left like two days later she could have gone to the doctors yeah but. yeah so she gets a head wound and she's bleeding and jacob is concerned about it rightfully so but she, she doesn't really seven care seven stitches she really downs downplays it and she says i didn't feel bad at all as he coaxed my truck to a deafening roar in his hurry to get back to me my head stung a little, and my stomach was uneasy, but the cut wasn't serious. Head wounds just bled more than most. His urgency
0: wasn't necessary. He wrote, Oh, Bella. On page 192, we get this classic line where she says to Jacob, I just hadn't realized before, did you know you're sort of beautiful? Once the word slipped out, I worried that he might take my impulsive observation the wrong way. But Jacob just rolled his eyes. You hit your head pretty hard, didn't you? I'm serious. Well, then, thanks. Sort of. I grinned. You're sort of welcome. So. goes. It's a little more awkward in the book than in the movie, but... Yeah. He's been help. He helps her out after her injury and takes his shirt off, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And
1: then well so then he takes her to the hospital as we mentioned Mm -hmm. something i didn't get is she writes jacob held my hand while dr snow was sewing and i tried not to think about why
0: that was ironic why was it ironic (laughs) (laughs) dr snow was sewing and i tried not to think about maybe because he's warm is he warm already i don't know she
1: does call him her personal son Maybe something to do with snow. Yeah, I don't know. And I also didn't know if, like, snow related to, like, you know, the vampire Oh, yeah, the Cullen. The Collins.
0: Probably. It's not super it's not obvious. It's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, so, we haven't mentioned this before, that Bella keeps describing a hole in her chest. Yes. A gaping hole. Yeah. And it hurts more sometimes than other times. When she's away from Jacob, the hole hurts more, which is kind of concerning, but understandable, I guess. I wrote on page 193, launched into a tree. I can't find this. Oh my gosh, what? I don't think that's on page 193. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. So, you know, Bella gets stitches. She tells her dad, like, a lie that she, like, tripped in the garage or something, and that's why she hurt her head. Maybe you should just stay out of the garage altogether, Bella. He suggested That night during dinner. Charlie says that. I panicked, worried that Charlie was about to lay down some kind of edict that would prohibit La Push and consequently my motorcycle, and I wasn't giving it up. I had the most amazing hallucination today. My velvet-voiced delusion had yelled at me for almost five minutes before I'd hit the brake too abruptly and launched myself into a tree. I'd take whatever pain that would cause me tonight without complaint. Is this another time? Mm. Like, because... Before, we didn't get a five-minute yelling at from the voice. So, is this, like, a third time she's gotten hurt? I don't know. I thought that was the second time.
1: Hmm. Something about that line that struck me is, like, she said, I'd take whatever pain that would cause me tonight without complaint. Like, (laughs) earlier in the text, she says something, like, about the whole general and junkie thing. She says, it's not like I was taking a blade to my wrist or something, like, really dark, (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Like, this is almost just as bad. It's, it's like, not a very obvious form of self-harm, but, like, she is, like, purposely putting herself in danger. She's not phased by the harm, like, the physical harm she's putting herself in. Mm -hmm. She was totally minimizing this head wound, and she's ready to go again. And I don't know. I think it's really concerning. She needs therapy.
0: The thing is, some people do ride motorcycles, and they're fine. Yeah. But she just, like, isn't doing it. For the right reason she's not paying attention yeah accelerates when she's not ready and I rode on your parents scooter like
1: moped scooter yeah and I had no idea what I was doing and I thought that the brake I thought that the accelerator was the brake so I was full force ahead into a car oh my god and I kept trying to brake but I kept making (gasps) it accelerate (laughs) <laughs> and I, like, literally a millimeter away from hitting this car, and then um, Didn't the guy I yell dodged you? out of the way, and yeah, and then this guy yelled at me, and was like, you shouldn't ride that if you
0: don't know what you're doing, and... My mom lets people ride her moped way too easily. Yeah. <laughs> I almost <laughs> destroyed it. <laughs> I actually, I, I've only gone slow on it, but, like, I know how to ride it, but I rode on it with my boyfriend, Tony, My mom let him ride with me on the back. He had no idea what he was doing. (laughs) We were literally on it for like ten seconds and we wiped out and like (laughs) dragged across the street. And it actually really hurt my leg. (laughs) I was bleeding like a ton. Felt like I was in new moon. That's so funny. I wanna go again. (laughs) Did you really No That would be crazy. Like having gone through that, I mean it's not a motorcycle, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. It... Makes me realize, I like, it's very weird of Bella to like. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't even think I could go back I think on it. It hurts actually. Yeah. to cut yourself.
0: It's weird to, weird for her to oh, not god. care. Hitting your head. Yeah. Have you ever had like a head injury? Yeah. Well, not nothing that serious. Like, I've never had stitches or like a concussion or anything. But I did. So this is stupid, but I did hit my head on a diving board one time. Yeah. Oh god. And that did hurt for like. I, Wait. So you were jumping in? Yeah. I did a flip, and I landed on the diving board. Oh. Yeah. And then, since then, I've never been able to do a flip into a pool again. So, you landed on the diving board and then fell and in? And then fell in the pool. Oh. And then I couldn't, like, I literally couldn't find my way out. Like, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I got out, but, like, my head actually did hurt for, like, a week. <laughs> so, that's probably not good.
1: Something very similar happened. <laughs> the only time I really hit my head so yeah. hard was swimming underwater. Oh. And I thought that I was in the middle of the pool, but I was at the end, and I just crashed into the side. And the same thing is I didn't know which way was up. Like, I was, for some reason, we had our neighbors over that day, Mm -hmm. too, and they were swimming. And so I hit, uh, you know, the side of the pool, Mm -hmm. but I thought that I hit, like, one of our neighbors. So I remember underwater, I said, oh, sorry. (laughs) You're so Bella. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, I'm going to die. <laughs> I remember I had
0: like a huge thing on uh, my head. <sighs> it's scary. Yeah. It's not a pleasant feeling. So Bella's pretty tough in that way or maybe just crazy. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> such a hypochondriac. Like I mm-hmm. made my mom take me to the ER. Remember?
0: <laughs> Off topic. <laughs> So, what I thought was super interesting, and I totally forgot about this book and chapter, is that because Bella keeps getting hurt, and she also thinks that Charlie's getting nosy because of her injuries, mm-hmm. Jake says, maybe we should cool it with the bikes, and then they're like, oh, what now what do we do? Like, we don't have any other hobbies together. <laughs> yeah. And I thought this was so weird. Bella suggests they try to find the meadow. Yeah. She doesn't say how she knows it, but she says, like, oh, there's this place I went to once. It was not on a trail. And he's like, let's try to find it. And so they use, like, a compass, and they go <laughs> <laughs> they go hiking. This taught me a lot, actually. I never knew how people used compasses, but it's yeah. like you follow the grid on a map. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I literally had no idea. Like, if you stay in a straight line, it will stay on the grid. I had no idea, but I thought that was weird because it's, like, not in a bad way. But I just thought it was interesting because it's her and Edward's place, mm-hmm. and they don't find the meadow, but I think it would have been strange for Jacob to be there. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? It's like, oh, let me bring you to the place me and my ex used to well, go kinda to. Well, she kind of says that when she
1: <laughs> ends up finding the meadow. Yeah. She says, I'm glad that, like, Jacob wasn't here because mm-hmm. it was, like, very emotional and she wanted to leave after like 10 seconds Mm -hmm. but it kind of makes me think that like she doesn't really care if Jacob was there or not well she does care if Jacob's there but she just like wants someone to accompany her yeah and help her find it Mm -hmm. there's this part oh I feel like this is too dirty of me to bring up but like at the end of the chapter that I thought was like really sexual I don't know
0: but I know what you're saying I know what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is a rated R podcast. So <laughs> say it. Is it really? I think I put down <laughs> that it was explicit because I there knew- aren't ratings. Yeah, it is explicit. <laughs> we swear sometimes. Yes. Yeah.
1: we probably could control ourselves (laughs) we (laughs) definitely could (laughs) they're talking about the bears in the woods and Jacob says bears don't want to eat people we don't taste that good he grinned at me in the dark cab of course you might be an exception I bet you'd taste good
0: Jacob Which
1: just seemed like very sexual to me I don't know thanks so much I said looking away he wasn't the first person to tell me that
0: damn
1: damn (laughs) jacob you horn dog. i guess it's like what marissa said in our team jacob episode about how he's like hot in the books yeah he jacob is just like way more physical and forward totally i don't think that stephanie meant it that way but that's (laughs) the way that i was interpreting it yeah
0: she probably didn't intend it that way yeah did you think the same thing kind of yeah. yeah i thought that was
1: a yeah. weird
0: thing to say yeah yeah very weird I think, very weird yeah even if he doesn't mean it that way it's like obviously showing that he's attracted to her or something like, exactly I bet. I bet you'd taste good i would yeah i mean <laughs> that's weird like, what? like why me are yeah. you a cannibal yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> why are you thinking that yeah
0: okay <laughs> the next chapter is pretty good chapter nine third wheel oh god i love this chapter time began to trip along much more quickly than before school work and jacob though not necessarily in that order created a neat and effortless pattern to follow that's how it starts so this chapter it's valentine's day Mm -hmm. and
1: jacob gets her a valentine's Day gift it's that was so crazy he held out a small pink box balancing it on his palm conversation hearts Well, I feel like a schmuck, I mumbled. Is today Valentine's Day? Jacob shook his head with mock sadness. You can be so out of it sometimes. Yes, it is the 14th day of February. So are you going to be my Valentine? Since you didn't get me a 50-cent box of candy, it's the least you can do. I started to feel uncomfortable. These words were teasing, but only on the surface. What exactly does that entail, I hedged. The usual, slave for life, that kind of thing. Again, I thought that was pretty sexual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is sexual.
1: I'm a slave for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna hide it. Oh, well, if that's all, I took the candy, but I was trying to think of some way to make the boundaries clear again.
0: She obviously isn't into Jacob. Yeah, and like, she at all. knows and she says she's at a- this point.
1: Yeah, she is. So she's her.
0: uncomfortable. Yeah. So I think that's why maybe it made pe- us, it made mm-hmm. it hard for us to jump onto the Team Jacob thing because Bella is just not responding no. that way. She doesn't like it. Yeah, so then she tries to make it casual again. And Jacob tries to ask her to hang out. And she says, I'm going to a, the, a movie Friday. I've been promising my cafeteria crowd that I'd go out forever. Mike would be pleased. Because we didn't mention this, but Mike asked her to go to the movies, and she said yes. Yeah. And now she's, like, trying to turn it into a group hang. But everybody cancels except for Mike and Jacob. Yeah, because she invites Jacob to come along. Yeah. And even tells him to bring Quill. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But Quill doesn't come. So they're at the movies, and she sees Jacob, and she goes to high-five him, and she says... He smacked his hand against mine but left it there, twisting his fingers through mine.
0: Before they go to the movie, I thought this was, like, I, oh, my God. I was just, like, poor Mike. Like, yeah. I was freaking out. I felt so bad for Mike because everybody cancels and it's just Mike and Jacob. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of funny because Mike's, like, are you sure you don't want to see to- Tomorrow and Forever mm-hmm. instead? Ron Tomatoes gave it a better review. I honestly, want to see crosshairs, I I insisted. I'm in the mood for action. Bring on the blood and guts. I thought it was just funny that he mentioned Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why. Anytime anything pop culture is mentioned in Twilight, I just think it's so yeah. in- interesting because the whole series sometimes feels like it's not really part of the real world. Does yeah. that make sense? Although I they do mention car brands a lot.
1: It was so savage. Bella says, hey, Mike, do you remember Jacob Black? And Mike
0: says, not really. <laughs> 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 <Yes>. oh. <laughs> not really Mike held out his hand old family friend okay so this is the part that I thought was sucky is that like Jake brought his new car that he fixed the rabbit Mm -hmm. and Mike sits in the back of the car yeah and Bella and Jacob are like blabbing in the front and like having fun and he's just in the back there and I felt so also the fact that they were like, oh, is it okay if we take Jacob's car Yeah. when they were originally going to take his? And it's just kind of like a weird power move. But then...
1: Wait, before Mike shows up, mm-hmm. Jacob is talking about how Mike has a crush on Bella. Mm-hmm. And he says, I remember this guy, he said in a low voice as Mike parked across the street, the one who thought you were his girlfriend. Is he still confused? I raised one eyebrow. Some people are hard to discourage. Then again, Jacob said thoughtfully, sometimes persistence pays off. And Oof. then Belle says, most of the time it's just annoying.
0: <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> kind so of like, double meanings. Yeah, yeah. So like at first, Mike's sulking in the backseat. I don't know why I'm like so into this part. And sure. then it says, and then Mike changed his strategy. He leaned forward, resting his chin on the shoulder of my sh- seat. His cheek almost touched mine. I shifted away, turning my back towards the window. Which just starts off badly from yeah. the beginning. Oh, so then they go to the movies... They both
1: are doing the thing in the movie that we see where they're (laughs) holding out their hand for Bella to hold
0: them, and she doesn't hold either, but Mike gives up first. I wrote, why doesn't Bella have any sense being so inconsiderate to Mike? But really, she was being inconsiderate to both of them, I think, because I think she was really leading them on, and really, like, I think Mike asked her out first thinking it was like a date and then she just took control of the whole thing and turned it into like group hang yeah jacob's coming and like she honestly should have just canceled on him if she was gonna do that like i don't know i just feel bad for him yeah in this chapter she should have been up front Mm -hmm. well she did say to him he's
1: uh micah asked her out and she said like a date yeah and he said not if you don't want it to be and she said like no yeah. So she was kind of upfront. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike gets sick. He's like in the bathroom throwing up, and this is the first time where Jacob is pretty honest about his feelings for Bella. Eep.
0: Well, he's like, now just hold on a minute, Bella. Tell me something. I grimaced. I didn't want to do this. Not just now, but not ever. That there was nothing left in my life at this point that was more important than Jacob Black, but he seemed determined to ruin everything. What? I muttered sourly. You like me, right? You know I do. Better than that joker puking his guts out in there? Poor Mike. (laughs) Yes, I sighed. Better than any of the other guys you know? Better than the girls, too, I pointed out. But that's all, he said. And it wasn't a question. Yes, I whispered. (laughs) I like that she admitted that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he says, I'm prepared to be annoyingly persistent. Why? (laughs) I'm not going to change, I said. And though I tried to keep my voice normal, I could hear the sadness in it. His, thought, his face was thoughtful, no longer teasing. It's still the other one, isn't it? And that kind of hurts Bella to think about. Mm-hmm. It's the first time they acknowledged
1: Edward together. And he says again that he's not going to give up. I've got loads of time. He says, I sighed. You shouldn't waste it on me, I said, though I wanted him to, especially if he was willing to accept me the way I was, damaged goods as is. So it's like kind of this weird conflict because Bella doesn't, she doesn't want him to, Mm -hmm. to keep chasing after she doesn't want anything more than a friendship but she also doesn't want him to back away because she doesn't want to lose him as a friend
0: yeah it's weird because like he holds her hand and she kind of tries to pull it away he held onto it obstinately. this doesn't really bother you does it he demanded squeezing my fingers no i sighed. truthfully it felt nice and you don't care what he thinks jacob jerked his thumb towards the bathroom i guess not so what's the problem the problem, I said, is that it means something different to me than it does to you. Well, he tied his hand around mine. That's my problem, isn't it? It's just a very tough, weird situation. Yeah. I don't he, really know yeah. why he's, like, he's almost saying, like, he wants to just be with her even though he knows she's not really He's She's not it. feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I just feel like, I don't know. When you're in that situation, like, Jacob is being very vulnerable here, mm-hmm. but when you're vulnerable, you have to... Open up to the possibility that you might get rejected, and you have to be willing to accept that. hmm You have to be, res-
0: like, receptive to what they say. So Mike's thrown up, like, he has the flu, and then Jacob is burning up, mm-hmm. suddenly feels really hot. I did think that Jacob wasn't as
1: mean to Mike in this part. He does go mm-hmm. behind the concession stand and get him a bucket
0: to throw up yeah, in, true. a popcorn bucket. Definitely not as over the top as the movie. Uh, yeah. Feeling sick. <laughs> Maybe she go to the hospital. You want me to put you in the hospital?
1: Could say that a million times. <laughs> Bella also gets a stomach flu. So she's like. True. And
0: that was on the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. She gets the flu too. So we know that there's something going around.
0: Mm-hmm. And then before she goes home, before all that, this is when Jacob says, I would never ever hurt you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she says, <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of like ruins the whole relationship like romance thing I think how much I wish that Jacob Black had been born my brother my flesh and blood brother so that I would have some legitimate claim on him that still left me free of any blame now heaven knows I had never wanted to use Jacob but I couldn't help but interpret the guilt I felt now to mean that I had yeah this just reminds me actually um (laughs) when New Moon Twilight when the movies first came out I remember I was hanging out with my friends and my friend Nikki said, Taylor Lautner is so hot. I wish he was my cousin. He <laughs> 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 reminds me of this. Why? We were like, Nikki, why would you want him to be your cousin? And she's like, well, cousin, you know, like, you would always get to see him. Like, he'd be at family <laughs> parties. That's like, gross. And we were like, but Nikki, you can't be with him if he's your cousin. Yes. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I feel like that's a thing that she
1: <laughs> said knowing it was going to be weird. <laughs>
0: Hopefully. Nikki, you're the best if you're listening. (laughs) Nikki Reed? No. Um, I'm Team Jacob.
1: (laughs) Jacob Jacob's there. (laughs) But, oh, also on page 219, Bella says, but I needed Jacob now, needed him like a drug. I had used him as a crutch for too long, and I was in deeper than I'd planned to go with anyone again now I couldn't bear for him to be hurt and I couldn't keep from hurting him either he thought time and patience would change me and though I knew he was dead wrong I also knew that I would let him try those are their
0: best friends
1: yeah it's tough she doesn't want to lose him but she kind of has to but like like the idea of like needing him like a drug that's kind of unhealthy
0: (laughs) oh Bella (laughs) that's our bells for us (laughs) (laughs) My Bella. Yeah, they talk on the phone. He's sick or, you know, something's going on with him. She's sick. She says, I'll see you soon. Wait for me to call. He said again, okay, bye, Jacob. Bella, he whispered my name and then hung up the phone.
1: The next chapter, the first line is, Jacob didn't call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is chapter 10. It's
1: called The Meadow. The Meadow. Billy Black says that Jacob has mononucleosis. This was personal for me because I had mono. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah mono and was like a life ruiner
1: it ruined my life um bella looks up the symptoms for it and she saw that you know they can last about a
0: month and i wrote in the margin it's more like two years <laughs> yeah i knew somebody in high school who honestly was never the same yeah after she had mono it, like
1: yeah it took honestly, me so long to I recover like a from year. yeah yeah. I Because even, like, when you get over the symptoms, like, the very painful symptoms, you're still just, like, so tired all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: horrible. So I don't really appreciate Jacob appropriating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Such a horrible disease. <laughs> I guess you have to pick some kind of... Disease that would last a long time. Yeah,
1: and no, and it makes sense because when you have mono, you can't do anything. You don't want to
0: see anyone. But maybe you should have picked something that was like actually contagious. Well, mono, something. well it is, but yeah. like you don't you don't get it from just like walking in someone's room. Yeah, exactly. He acts like she can't even go to the house. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, you visited me in the hospital when I had mono. I, know. I remember
0: it. Honestly, <laughs> mono is like. We should do something about that. I know.
1: Like, how is there no cure? No, it's horrible. If you had a job or something, you wouldn't be like. I was in school. I was able to like have the guidance counselors and stuff like work around it, and I got all these extensions. But if you had a job, like I don't know what you would do. Wow. You wouldn't be able to go in. I mean, oh there's God. some more severe cases, but it's horrible.
0: We should start a
1: a walk. Yeah. yeah. A
0: walk. <laughs> I mean, really? You know. Anyway. My first note for this chapter was Bella is being so unreasonable again. Lies to Charlie that she'll hang out with Jess and instead goes hiking alone. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to read sometimes. It's just very frustrating. I'm like, please, just hang out with Angela. Why yeah. are you lying to your dad? He's like, yeah. you know, Bells, to would be good for you to hang out with your friends. And she's like, okay, yeah, Dad, I will. And she's lying. And I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Like, she's a teenager and she doesn't want to listen to her dad, but... He's right, so it's just hard to... Oh, yeah, me. Yeah, and poor Charlie. I know. He cares so much about Bella. And on page 231, he says... That's a good idea, because she lies about hanging out with her friends. You've been spending so much time with Jacob, your other friends are going to think you've forgotten them. I smiled and nodded as if I cared what my other friends thought. <gasps> um! <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care at all
1: oh. in some ways
0: i think it's admirable to like not care what people think but in other ways but, i think that angela you can hurt so people sweet. from acting that yeah.
1: way angela's so sweet like remember a couple chapters ago she said she missed yeah her. like come and on she hasn't made a single
0: effort to do anything about that like no. oh you miss me keep missing me yeah <laughs> oh, gosh And especially
1: since Bella was just experiencing guilt for, like, zoning all of them out. Like,
0: (laughs) oh, my God. Follow up. It really kills me. This whole part of this whole second act of New Moon is very interesting. Yeah. It's very in between state. Mm -hmm. It's definitely unlike, I think, any other part of the book series. Yeah. All these chapters. So then Bella, you know... Jacob is ignoring her, not answering her calls, so she decides to go find the meadow by herself, which is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Especially knowing about the bears in the woods. Really risky. And also it took like six miles last time. Yeah, yeah. It could be nighttime by the time you... Oh, this girl.
1: Yeah. So then Laurent shows up, and she's kind of excited to see him at first. Yeah. Because it's, like, proof that this vampire world existed to her. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that she at first doesn't really notice the color of his eyes. Yeah. Um, but then when she does, she's pretty terrified. Because Laurent, in her mind, was, like, a good, a bad guy turned good. She knew that he, like, went to stay with the Denali clan <laughs> and to adopt the Collins way of life, but he didn't stick to it.
0: Okay. I'm just laughing right now <laughs> because I know my parents are probably going to listen to this and... I don't want them to, but I I ate some it's completely legal where I live in Massachusetts, marijuana chocolate <laughs> before I read this chapter? Did you really? And I was actually so scared. <laughs> I was terrified <laughs> reading it. The- it's so I was like literally in bed reading this And I was really scared. I was super nervous, even though I know how the book turns out. Like, it was just super intense. Like, Laurent being there, and he's going to kill Bella, and then the wolves come, and she doesn't know that the wolves are, like, good. So it was just really scary to me. That's so
1: funny, because I actually (laughs) smoked weed right before reading this chapter, too. Are you kidding me? No. No.
0: That's, it's, it's, it's completely legal
1: oh my god no I was terrified I was thinking this are you kidding is... me no I we literally did
0: yes. oh my god
1: <laughs> I'm, it's so scary yeah, no I was like this would have terrified me yeah <laughs> you wrote it in the book <laughs> so scary <laughs>
0: it was that's so funny
1: yeah no it's completely legal here in Massachusetts
0: <laughs> yeah Um, so don't judge us. I think just, like, him
1: standing across from her. Something I thought was weird is how casual Belle is in talking to him. Like, she says, I'll have to mention to Carlisle that you stopped by. He'll be sorry that they missed your visit. I pretended to deliberate for a second. But I probably shouldn't mention it to Edward, I suppose. I barely managed to say his name, and it twisted my expression on the way out, ruining my bluff. He has such a temper, well, I'm sure you remember, he's still touchy about the whole James thing. Like, to describe it as touchy, like, like, oh, Edward needs to get over that, this Mm -hmm. guy just tried to kill me.
0: (laughs) I know. I think it was just scary, like, realizing that there's nothing she could say to talk her way out of this. She's trying to say things, and he's stepping closer, kind of slowly... And then she even, she's getting desperate, and she's like, he'll know it was you. You won't get away with this, and why not? Sm- Laurent's smile widened, and and then she says, please, and oh, it was just really freaking me yeah. out.
1: No, it was so <laughs> scary. Something I was wondering is, I'm assuming that Alice is still keeping tabs on Bella's future. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she see this and step in and try to save her? Mm-hmm.
0: No. is it because the wolves show up right after i guess she wasn't paying yeah probably the wolves mm-hmm. and she probably isn't keeping tabs on laurent mm-hmm. and this is more like his decision than bella's but i don't really get how that yeah decisions work you know but like
1: wouldn't she see bella just like in the meadow i mean it's bella's decision to go yeah. there i don't
0: know maybe bella was never really in danger somehow yeah Because she was always going to get saved by the wolves. Who knows? Yeah. And Bella got real lucky. Mm -hmm. I think I wrote that in my notes. I think I also felt really scared about (laughs) the whole, like, so the next chapter, chapter 11 is called Cult. Yeah. And Bella still doesn't know about the wolf pack. Spoiler if you didn't know (laughs) (laughs) about the wolf pack. (laughs) <laughs> but while I was, like, kind of high reading this, I was also feeling really scared about the whole cult thing. It was really hitting me. I'm like, holy shit. Like, Jacob is not answering her calls. Like, he's disappeared. He's changed. He's in this group of guys. And, like, it's really scary. <laughs> like, my emotions were just heightened reading this. Yeah. Like, I could really feel it. <sighs> <laughs> i was really scared i I think when i was like wanting to go to bed i was like scared (laughs) it's like all coming back to you now yeah it
1: is (laughs) i thought that bella was being really clingy in this chapter she says on wednesday i called every half hour until after 11 at night desperate to hear the warmth of jacob's voice and then she actually goes and she she calls and uh billy says that you know, Jacob is busy mm-hmm. and Billy's being very vague. Yeah. And Bella goes and drives up and just waits outside Jacob's <laughs> house. Like that actually <laughs> really stucker
0: stucker yeah. behavior. And like we said before about, oh, Jacob should take the hint. Bella should too, honestly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel for her, like that sucks to be dropped by a friend. Yeah. But she kind of has to just take what she's being given and accept that he doesn't want to see her. Yeah. Well, whatever.
1: She's being very clingy, which mm-hmm. is weird because she originally is so independent.
0: She tells her dad, actually, that she's worried about Jacob. Yeah, and at and first... about the whole cult thing.
1: At first, Charlie kind of uh, dismisses it and yeah. said, it, like, it's fine. He has a lot of respect for Sam Yuli because Sam's the one that found Bella in the woods.
0: Yeah. But then she's like, Dad, it's not like that. Jacob was scared of him. And then... Billy, I mean, Charlie starts to actually get concerned.
1: Yeah, because Bella goes there, and Jacob is, like, kind of mean to her.
0: hmm
1: And it just, like, visibly upsets Bella, and Charlie's so scared that Bella's going to become the mm-hmm. way she was before. Doesn't he call He calls Billy, Billy and Billy he's, like, yells, yelling yeah. at Billy on the phone. Go, Charlie! Yeah, that's so sweet. And then Billy's, like, blaming it on Bella and blaming... Fuck Billy. Yeah. I fucking hate Billy. I hate Billy, too. <laughs> I really hate Billy. <laughs> He's blaming it on Bella and, like, how Bella doesn't have requite Jacob's romantic feelings. Yeah.
0: What a dick. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting that, like, one of the times she drives to La Push to kind of stalk down um, Jacob, she sees Quill walking on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. He's really sad because he has no friends left. <laughs> and she gives him a ride home. And I thought that was really sweet because, I don't know, in the movies we never see her interact with the other cool people on their own i don't think like we don't really see her hang out with any of them so that was cool that like they kind of had a little connection talking about like have you seen jacob today from a distance distance and like he says he tried to follow them and like they're both on the outside now yeah so it sucks for both of them but
1: something that was so hurtful is when bella does confront jacob finally he's just being very mean his whole demeanor has changed and she says i thought we were friends and he He's responds, so he says, we were. There was a slight emphasis on the past tense.
0: That would really hurt me. I know. when she, I heard the that. The first thing he says, well, actually, first he says, what are you doing here, Bella? And then he says, what do you want? Like, it's just, and it says demanded and growled. Yeah. It's not like, just, what do you want? Oh, I did <laughs> notice that
1: there's a lot of, like, dog language. Yeah, I noticed that she too. Uses,
0: like, growled. He has a husky voice. You know what else I noticed? What? I thought it was just a very small detail. On page 262, when she's waiting for Jacob, she's, like, mm-hmm. sitting in her car, mm-hmm. and she has nothing to do. So she starts doodling on the back of scrap paper, and it says, I had only had time to scrawl one roll of diamonds when there's a sharp tap against my door. I wondered if she drew diamonds, like, because of Edward. Yeah, like, probably.
1: That's such a small detail, but mm-hmm. probably...
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's still thinking about Edward. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Jacob is so mean here. And it's kind of the same exact thing that Edward did, I think, where he's like, I'm dangerous. Like, you can't be part of this. Like, he's being mean just to get her to go away because it's, like, for her own good, I think. But also the pack, like, just won't let anybody know about them. So she doesn't know yet. But, like, yeah, he's a werewolf, and he's trying to keep it secret secret. She says she wants to talk and he says, go ahead. He hissed through his teeth. His glare was vicious. I'd never seen him look at anyone like that. Least of all me. It hurt with a surprising intensity, a physical pain, a stabbing in my head. Alone, I hissed. Two people hissed in a row. Um, <laughs> he looked behind him and I knew where his eyes would go. Every one of them was turned for Sam's reaction. Sam nodded once, his face unperturbed. It's just very weird that he needs permission to talk to bella yeah it's like he's uh pledging yeah it is like an extreme fraternity
1: something i was wondering about in this chapter is how can the tribe hate the cullens so much when they know that they aren't killing people and that they have no control over their situation and they're just trying their best to be good people like they know that they're i know doing the best with what they have
0: it's not really fair. They aren't killing humans. Yeah. So I don't know why they're like, you're filthy bloodsuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like, chill.
1: <laughs> like, because Jacob, Jacob is like, if you want someone to blame, blame those filthy bloodsuckers you love so much, <laughs> the Collins. And then Bell's like, I don't know why you would blame them. Like, she's acting very ignorant. Jacob says, Sam isn't doing anything, Bella, and I know they're gone, but sometimes things are set in motion and then it's too late. What's set in motion? What's too late? What are you blaming them for? He was suddenly right in my face. His fury glowing in his eyes for existing. He hissed,
0: "Like There's a lot of hissing." And
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not their fault that they
1: exist. I know. Like,
0: come on, like you have no control over being a werewolf. And it seems like actually the problems picked up when like Victoria and stuff was around.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like they don't know the
0: difference between like Victoria and the Collins. Yeah. Like they just
1: think that like all vampires are like that, or, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think so. Maybe they
0: think Victoria's, like, their friend? I don't mm-hmm. know. So he walks off, and basically, like, they're not friends anymore, and mm. Bella's very upset, and she goes home. It's raining. And that's when Charlie calls Billy. And I thought this was, like, really sad, uh, but an interesting part. She goes home, and not her thoughts are not as bad not as bad my mind tried to comfort me it was true this wasn't as bad this wasn't the end of the world not again this is just the end of what little piece there was left behind that was mm-hmm. all not as bad i agreed then added but bad enough mm-hmm. so she's like comparing it to her breakup with edward and i think it's very similar and it's really unfortunate for bella that Chich experienced both of these things in the same year yeah really same school year it really sucks. She has this quote that says, I thought it was kind of funny, her analogy.
1: Mm-hmm. She says, I'd thought Jake had been healing the hole in me, or at least plugging it up, keeping it from hurting me so much. I'd have been wrong. He'd just been carving out his own hole so that I was now riddled through like Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. I wondered why I didn't crumble into pieces.
0: Mm-mm. Sad. She has another dream, of course. Yeah. At this point I was over This the is dreams. a very weird dream. Jacob turns into Edward. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> that happens all the time in dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then that's when I heard the noise that must have wakened me in the first place. Something sharp scraped along the length of my window with a high pitched squeal, like fingernails against the glass. Ooh, it's kinda scary. It's scary. That's Jacob. Don't read this book if you're high.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's another reason why it was taking me so long.
0: (laughs) Also, don't do that if you're under twenty-one. Yes, good, responsible Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. that you said. (laughs) It's reckless and stupid. Chapter 12 is called Intruder. So, who who, who is the intruder? Is it Laurent? Is it... Laurent died two chapters ago. She doesn't know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she doesn't know. Laurent? Is it Victoria? Is it Edward? (laughs) Is it (laughs) Sam Is it Billy? Billy? Oh, God. I hate Billy. She thinks it is Victoria. Yeah,
1: but But, it's Jacob. Yep. he climbs up her window... In the classic teen fantasy. The second
0: guy to do that Mm -mm. (laughs) in her life. (laughs) Not that special. (laughs) I said that I loved the paragraph on the bottom of page 280. Mm. Oh, I, I have the same thing. I'd cried myself to sleep over this boy. His harsh rejection had punched a painful new hole in what was left of my chest. He'd left a new nightmare behind him like an infection in a sore, the insult after the injury. And now here he was in my room, smirking at me as if none of that had passed. Worse than that, even though his arrival had been noisy and awkward, it reminded me of when Edward used to sneak in through my window at night, and the reminder picked viciously at the unhealed wounds. Aww. Mm-hmm. This book
1: I think is very well written. Mhm. Stephanie like really did a good job yeah. at Stephanie, if you're listening. <laughs> good job at just like <laughs> putting us in Bella's shoes and really feeling those yeah. emotions thoroughly and not glossing over them.
0: You know, I get mad at Jacob during all these things yes. and I felt a little joy when Bella hissed at him to yeah. get out. On page 281. <laughs> so much hissing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Get out, I hissed, putting as much venom into the whisper as I could. Ooh, venom. He blinked his face, going blank with surprise. No, he protested. I came to apologize. I don't accept. <laughs> I tried to shove him out the window. After Whoa. all, if this was a dream, because it woke her up. It wouldn't really hurt him. It was useless, though. I didn't budge him an inch. I dropped my hands quickly and stepped away from him.
0: And he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. And he has tons of muscles all of a sudden. (laughs) And so he comes and he's, like, trying to explain himself and saying
1: that he is so tightly bound and he cannot explain to her why and, like, what's going on with this cult that he's in. And... Trying to make her guess what his secret is, and Bella's like really tired. And she's like, I'm exhausted, like, can we talk about this tomorrow?
0: Yeah, and it,
1: it just it was such a big contrast to in Twilight how obsessed Bella is with, with discovering the <laughs> Cohen secret. Like, yeah, you're right, and she doesn't really care that she's much like, about discovering Jacob's. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, I'll think about this tomorrow. <laughs> she really doesn't care. <laughs> He took a steady breath and nodded. Maybe it will come back to you. I guess I understand why you only remember the one story he added in a sarcastic, bitter tone. He plucked back onto the mattress beside me. Do you mind if I ask you a question about that? He asked, still sarcastic. I've been dying to know. A question about what? I asked wearily. About the vampire story I told you. I stared at him with guarded eyes, unable to answer. He asked the question anyway. Did you honestly not know? He asked me, his voice turning husky. Was I the only one who told you what he was how did he know this why did he decide to believe why now my teeth clenched together
0: i stared back at him no intention of speaking i think it's interesting i don't really get why jacob's saying that like did he know i thought he thought it was yeah, just I thought a he silly didn't story it. yeah he's like oh did you really not know i was wanting to tell you like, okay. well yeah and then jacob says
1: see what i mean about loyalty it's the same for you so like him saying that was a test to see if bella yeah. would admit that the Collins are vampires which she doesn't do yeah true oh i was gonna say that like jacob says that he cannot tell bella about this secret because of safety mm-hmm. but bella interprets that to mean that like he knows about victoria and that oh, she's yeah. trying to protect himself from um. victoria that like that's why he can't hang out with her because he doesn't want to be around
0: bella when she's such a target Totally misunderstood. Miscommunication. So, yeah. He's hoping that she'll remember the story about the legends and the wolves and stuff. And uh, she does. It comes to her in a dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. Another dream. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. She realizes, remembers that he's a wolf. And she feels really scared and conflicted because she thinks that they're killing all the people. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like she didn't feel conflicted enough. Well, because the next morning she hears that, like, Charlie says the rangers are going out to shoot the wolves, and then suddenly she feels nervous, like, oh, my God. They're going to shoot Jacob, Jacob. yeah. So then at the end of the chapter, she's left wondering what she should choose, like how she should feel. Mm -hmm. She says, Jacob was my best friend, but was he a monster too? A real one? A bad one? Should I warn him? And if his friends were were murderers if they were out slaughtering innocent hikers in cold blood if they were truly creatures from a horror movie in every sense in every sense would it be wrong to protect them so she's not sure what to do
1: there's an interesting thing that she said as well says besides there never been one moment that i wasn't completely aware that edward cullen was above and beyond the ordinary it wasn't such a surprise to find out what he was because he so obviously was something Mm -hmm. but jacob jacob who was just Jacob, and nothing more than that, Jacob, my friend, Jacob, the only human I'd ever been able to relate to, and he wasn't even human. It's kind of <laughs>
0: sad, but also yeah. just, like, what a diss. <laughs> I know. Yeah, what is up with this girl? Why, yeah. why can she only relate to, like,
1: supernatural beings? Yeah. Well, maybe because she's destined to become one. Maybe. There's just too many dreams, like, this after <laughs> ends up another dream, and I, I just thought that, like, it really loses my attention.
0: Yeah, there were too many dreams. It's not like this book, it's pretty long. I feel like some of them could have been cut out. Yeah. No offense.
1: I feel like this is a natural place to end this episode because now we know Jacob's secret, which is like...
0: So are we not reading
1: 13? No, I didn't read it yet. That's actually
0: why it's a natural place
1: to end. (laughs) I don't think I read it.
0: Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Probably no. not if you don't have notes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. so, yeah, that's the end of chapter 12. And then we are brought to chapter 13 called Killer. But Mel hasn't read it yet. So, yeah. if anyone else is reading it, this will give you time to reread it too, or read it for the first time. Yeah. And so then. So N- now she has
1: to decide what she's going to do about Jacob. Yeah. Mm hmm. So next week, we'll probably pick up there. So what are your thoughts so far on New Moon? I'm really enjoying it. To be honest, mm-hmm. I th- I think I'm enjoying it more than Twilight. No way. I don't know. I think it's just better written. Mm-hmm. It's cleaned up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we have, like, a lot of hisses, but <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's it's
0: better. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, yeah, like, criticisms, too, a little bit, bit too much you said the word hiss.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe Too Many
0: Dreams. Too Many Dreams, yes. But uh, I do really like this book. I will say that, like, where I was at so far, at Chapter 12, I don't like it more than Twilight, I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. But that's just where I, I am I think now. the
1: feelings just feel a lot more raw, mm-hmm. and I really like it. It's, like, moving me. Yeah. But Twilight also moves me. I think I'm just, this is feels a little bit new to me since it's been so long since I've mm-hmm. read it.
0: I think that it's just yeah it's different like Twilight you're really propelled forward cuz you're like oh my god yeah who is this Edward Cullen what's gonna are they gonna kiss like blah 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 but this is very different I think you are still wondering though I mean if this is the first time you you're reading it you're wondering like when does Edward come back mm. And as I was rereading it, I was kind of, like, waiting for that. Yeah. But while also enjoying experiencing this whole heartbreak thing with Bella and also the interesting new relationship with Jacob. What do you think of the book cover? I'm just looking at it now. Oh. Um, it's very pretty. We have a white and red flower. You've said before
1: you think this is the uh, weakest one. Yeah, I think
0: it is the most forgettable. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know. I don't think it's as strong as the other ones. I think it's, there's one petal falling off. Mm -hmm. I think it's supposed to be symbolic of loss or like it's, the flower is wilting. So it's like kind of dying. But maybe Mm -hmm. it's supposed to also be a drop of blood or something. But I just don't think it's as strong as the. I mean the apple in the hands. So that's like a classic mm-hmm. visual. It's like iconic. The ribbon for Eclipse, I think, is really strong. Just like the motion of it and the way that's like torn into. And then I think the chess piece for Breaking Dawn is pretty cool. That's probably. I think my favorite is Twilight cover, then Eclipse, then Breaking Dawn, then New Moon.
1: I I don't know. I don't know if I like the chess piece. Hmm. I just don't really like Breaking Dawn that much in general. Yeah. I think the New Moon cover is pretty. But it kind of reminds me of that classic thing that no one really does where you have a flower and you're like, he loves me, he loves me not, he loves, yeah, me, he loves me not, and like, there's a pud- like petal falling.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like
1: hate it, but it's just... This I is think... the one that Stephanie had no sagan. in. Yeah. Right? They just picked yeah. it.
0: also bugs me a little bit that there's green in it, but that's okay.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> there is some green in it. it. This is a stock photo as well. Mm-hmm. Getty images. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: do like it i think all the twilight books are so beautiful yeah like i think that they they're kind of like minimal but really artistic they're striking yeah i have
1: inside my book says melissa duffy at homeroom 111 oh my gosh (laughs) from when i was in seventh grade
0: man i love my books are
1: falling apart yours is so like it's in great condition
0: Yeah. Well, I have like chilled out a little bit recently, but when I was younger, I used to be like pretty OCD about my books and like Mm -hmm. was really careful to not even bend the pages too much or anything. So all my books are in pretty good shape. My
1: Twilight is so worn. I'm just looking at it right now. It's (laughs) falling apart. I wish it was hardcover. Well, I have
0: the life and death True hardcover. We're actually using life and death as a prop for our microphone (laughs) right now. Wow. Well, get reading mel because we gotta talk about the rest of new moon oh no i think i will uh, no rush i'm i'm no i'm really
1: like sucked into it i was being way too extreme with my notes every single page i stopped and thought about things yeah but it's
0: easy to do i mean i had to like hold myself back i was like yeah oh i could comment on this no don't <laughs> yeah there's so much i mean there's so much i didn't say yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that's what like stresses me. Can you think of something right now? I don't know. The part with
1: Laurent where she's just thinking like Edward, Edward, Edward because oh, yeah. she thinks that those are the last like thoughts that she's going to ever have. Yeah. And so she's like the rules don't matter cuz before she said that oh, she wasn't yeah. allowed to think about him. And I thought that that was really sad and that was kind of sweet. In the movie she says Edward, I love you, which I oh, think yeah. is not as strong. It's kind of weird.
0: Edward, I love you.
1: Oh, something I was going to say is the movie, the color scheme is, like, very brown. Mm-hmm. And as I was reading this, though, I was like, wow, like, this book is really gray, like, so far. Mm-hmm. And my head is just, like, very gray and sad. Yeah, so I, was I trying feel to ma- that. Yeah, I was trying to make our Instagram kind of gray, but I just didn't really visually like the way it looked. <laughs> <laughs> but, no
0: worries. But,
1: yeah, that's, like, the pictures that I was seeing.
0: Okay, well, well thank you guys so much for
1: listening thank you for listening two weeks in a row yeah it's gonna be
0: three weeks in a row (laughs) hope you enjoyed this and let us know your thoughts about new moon the book Mm -hmm. or anything else Twilight yeah and if you get a
1: chance be sure to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple can you do that on Spotify too no Oh, on YouTube if you're listening there which you probably aren't but if you are some people are some Some people people are are. (laughs)
0: like 40 people are yeah
1: you you can like it that would help us (laughs) and uh, we love you guys thank you so much for tuning in thanks for writing us bye bye see you really soon. Have a great week. We love you. We love you. Au <laughs> Ciao. I, I never know how to end these. <laughs> I think
0: that's it. That's good. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.